Burnout comes and goes depending on one thing and one thing only, which we're going to talk about inside of today's episode. But honestly, for me, with all the systems in place, I'm still no stranger to the constant tug to give and give and give and to give way more than I receive. Servant leadership is what I strive for. I genuinely love to serve, to make someone happy, to give them something, to teach them something. It genuinely gives me joy. But on any given day, I will give my husband an hour of my work block just because I absolutely love to make him happy. And so we go for that walk and I help with those dishes and I help get dinner started and I help wipe tears on the other side of the bedroom door, even when I'm supposed to be in my work block. And it's no different with motherhood. Motherhood is a nonstop journey of giving and not receiving. We all know that. So a lot argue that serving nonstop in motherhood, in marriage, in the house, all the things makes it really hard and basically impossible to truly serve from a place of fullness instead of deprivation. But I have a profound longing to tell as many moms as I possibly can that you have to come first. You cannot pour from an empty cup not for long anyway. It just doesn't work. I want to ask you today, when is enough enough? Are you done wondering how you're going to make it through the day or through the week? And are you ready to serve and give from a cup that's overflowing so that what people get from you isn't just a little bit to wet their whistle, as my dad would say. It doesn't just give them a taste of what you could possibly bring, but it's you overflowing with everything that you were created to be so that they are so unbelievably nourished and hydrated and cared for. If you're truly ready, and this is something that you've been searching Pinterest and Google and podcasts for, then I say grab your pen and paper because we're going to break it all down inside of today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Oh my goodness, are you so excited to talk about this? Probably not, which is why you're excited. You just get to listen to this episode instead of having to have an open conversation about it, which I actually would challenge you to have a conversation with somebody that's near and dear to you about this conversation, shoot, you could even send them this podcast episode and say, Hey, listen to this. I want to have a conversation about this. Like, I want to know what your thoughts are. What do you think about this? And here's why we don't talk about this enough. We should absolutely be talking about it. What ideas do you have around it? What ideas does your husband have around it? What does your best friend think about it? What about the girls in you know, your mom group or your gym or whoever you're close to that you see regularly that you chit chat it up with, bring something meaningful to the table, have a conversation about something that's got a little bit of depth and can really make a big impact on them. Or maybe just make a really big impact on you. And you might just want to hear their thoughts on it. Today, we're talking about one of the main reasons why I even got into 
this business. And this is something that I am incredibly passionate about is this concept of women most of the time putting themselves last and thinking that that is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to give and give and give and give. We're supposed to put everyone else first. That's what servant leadership is to be able to provide for everyone else's needs first and then take care of yours last. And you all know that I say hooey fooey to all of that because it's just nearly, it, it actually just <laughs> mathematically doesn't make sense, which I'm laughing about because if you've been around here for long enough, you know that I always make fun of my math skills, which I'm actually really good at math. I just don't do it in my head well and I don't do it super quick, but I am good at it. It's just going to give me a minute. But mathematically, this concept does not make sense. And let's talk about why. Before I do, I do want you to know that I have an incredible visual representation of exactly what I'm talking about today in like video content for this. If you go to chelseajoe.co backslash workshop, you can sign up for my workshop and you can watch it right away. It's not something that you have to wait to watch. It's like an immediate access thing. And it's, it's amazing. I go really far into depth and I give actual visuals in the slides and what this looks like. So it would be a great supplement to this conversation and to just kind of your thoughts and your learning around this topic. So chelseajoe.co backslash workshop, you're going to hear a lot more about everything else that goes along with this, but specifically looking at the visual breakdown on why it mathematically does not make sense. But to the best of my ability, let's just talk about what this actually looks like. Say you have four things that you're pouring into on a regular basis. One is your marriage, right? The other one are your children and then your home. And then let's call it your work, whether that be your nine to five or your business that you're running, or if you're a network marketer, or if you have a passion project that you're trying to start, or if you have a ministry, or if you are volunteering somewhere, right? Whatever that is, there's these four major things. And so let's say each of these things just for scale here are the size of an actual cup, like a one cup measuring cup. And you show up with a quarter of a cup as like you, and that is your capacity like that's all the more full you are. And if we look at this, that's four things going to take four cups. Okay. So if you show up as <laughs> Mrs. Four Cup over here and you pour into every single one of those to truly fill them up just to be full, where are you? You're completely depleted. But most of you are showing up just like as a quarter of a cup and you're trying to take that quarter of a cup and you're trying to give now let's see if I'm fancy, a 16th of yourself to all of them. And you're just literally putting drops in every single cup because they just need a little bit to hold them over till tomorrow. They just need a little bit. They just need a little bit. They just need a little bit. But for you, it's all you have to give. And so you are literally just scraping everything that you can to give all you have to give because you're showing up not enough. But what would happen if you were Mrs. Five, Six, Seven, Eight Cup, right? What would happen then? What would happen if you showed up and you could pour a full cup 
and then again, and then again, and then again. You'd still have a ton of water in there. So you just keep on pouring, keep on pouring, and everyone's overflowing. You're just constantly making sure that your cup is so full that everyone is not just getting a taste of your capability of how well you can care for them and how well you can provide and how well you can give and how many hugs and how many kisses and how much patience and how much gentleness and calmness and laughter and genuine joy you can give. They're not just getting a taste of that on a good random day. That's who they know you to be. It's who you are. But how? How do you get there? What does this actually look like? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how important it is for you to have a never-ending flowing stream of water that's filling you up. And so as you overflow, it's just like a splash pad party over here. People, if you don't know what a splash pad party is, it might be because you don't have young children like I do. Splash pad parties are epic. Or it also might be because you don't live in the middle of the desert like I do. Splash pads are a thing out here. And there's just water everywhere. (laughs) Water everywhere is everywhere. And that is what we want for this analogy. We want you feeling like you're never going to run dry and you never have to worry about, are you giving enough? Did I give enough? Did I do my best? Am I doing my best? Those are questions that you're asking yourself because you are 100% pouring from an empty cup. You got to show up stronger than that. 100%. And you can You just got to put the tools in place to be able to get you there. Now, here's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the signs of burnout with you today. And then we're going to talk about a couple other things on how you can actually get out of this space and start supporting yourself in the manner that you need. Like enough is enough. I'm done. I'm ready. I'm so sick of this. Like Charles, I am so done of being on the verge of tears, of overeating, of undereating, of overworking out, of over yelling, of losing my patience, living in a house that's a mess, being at my wits end with my husband, resentment, bitterness, frustration, lack of forgiveness, all of it. I'm so done with it. I'm so unbelievably done of just never wanting to answer another text or pick up another phone call or look at my emails or do anything because everybody always needs something from me. I'm so done with it. If you're there, (laughs) let's move on. Let's continue. Here are some signs of burnout that you're going to want to look for to know if you really truly are on the enough is enough train. Okay. If you're on the enough is enough train, come into my Facebook group and tell me. Just type in Systemize Your Life on Facebook. Come over and tell me. I want to know. I want to know where you're at. (laughs) I want to chat with you about it. We would love to be able to support you. And we have lots of amazing resources to help you implement what you're learning here on the podcast. So here's some signs of burnout. One is resentment. This is a big one. It's a big one for me. It's a big indicator Because as I alluded to in the beginning of this podcast episode, I'm no stranger to this. There are times, there are times, more often than you probably would assume, because I am just like you, 
Um, even though I have systems in place and systems are amazing, I still was raised in the same culture as you, give or take a few things. And I still believe that I get into this fixed mindset of thinking that I have to give to other people in order for them to be happy. And that is what validates that I did a good job. And that's just hundred percent inaccurate. First and foremost, so much of that has to be released, which is not for this podcast episode, <laughs> but there are so many times whenever I look and I'm like, why am I frustrated with my husband about where he put the dish or what he did or didn't do or what he did or didn't say and how much he did or didn't help or whatever it looks like. And I'm like, it's because it's me. It's because I'm not meeting my fundamental needs. And sometimes I won't even recognize that if I've let myself and if you're so far down this twirly swirly slide and you're like at the bottom, you can't even see the top anymore. If you're so far down, you may not even be able to articulate this. And that happens to me every once in a blue moon when I've let so many of my fundamental needs go that I don't even know what's night and day anymore. But as I get into the conversations with my husband and he's like, okay, what do we need to fix this? right? Such a normal question from a husband. I always come back to, can we just do our fundamental needs? Can we please just do our fundamental needs? Can we please? And it comes back to that every time because my fundamental needs, I know if I do them over and over and over and over again, it is the key to my sustainable self-care, my sustainable, I am the eight cup woman, (laughs) when I show up to all my fundamental needs, I'm like a splash fat party over here. Give me all the fundamental needs. Like, come on. And so we get into this space where it's like, I start rocking and rolling and I'm feeling amazing. We've been on all the fundamental needs. And then, and then I start giving and giving and giving and giving. And I immediately the first thing to go are those fundamental needs. And I know you know what this is like because you're probably living in a space where you don't even know how to start your fundamental needs, right? And so I'm over here living in this place where we get our fundamental needs done most of the time. And every once in a while, we'll go through a season where we didn't get it right and we didn't do it. And instead of sitting for my work block, I went and played with my husband. And now I'm frustrated that I never have time to work, right? Like, We go back and forth on these different things, or we didn't do the zone cleaning. And now somebody in this house is frustrated that the house is a mess. Those are, that kind of resentment is a really great indicator that you 100% are experiencing burnout. So obviously one of the biggest answers to almost all of these symptoms of burnout are going to be your fundamental needs. So you can go to chelseajoe.co, click on free at the top, and there is a free workbook for you to download, okay, that will tell you how to implement your fundamental needs. We also can hook you up with that inside of the Facebook group if you need to. Wherever you can get in touch with us, <laughs> we can get you access to the workbook, and it's totally free. Here's a, here's a short list of some of the other signs of burnout. These will look different for everyone, but resentment is the number one the number one, 
And so many people don't even recognize it. That's why I really wanted to talk about that one. But here's a list of the other ones. Fatigue, obviously just being super tired, yelling, anxiety, or opposite of yelling is just 100% closed up, shut down, um, really not being vulnerable, not being open to communicating, that kind of thing. Isolation, right? Weight gain or weight loss. I am definitely a non-eater. I tend to go to the, I can't eat, I don't want to eat. Not the, oh my gosh, I need to eat something and just keep eating. And so there's two different people. There's either me or there's the other person, right? That emotionally eats or doesn't emotionally eat, whichever one of those that you are, you will know. And also if your house is in disarray, that's a really great sign of burnout. And so many people think, and you're getting it backwards, that you are experiencing burnout because your house is in disarray, right? But it's the other way around. Meaning your house being an absolute mess is not what caused the burnout at all. You can't blame this on a husband. You can't blame it on kids. You can't blame it on a house. You can't blame it on finances. You cannot blame this on anyone except for yourself. The reason that your house is in disarray is because you've been suffering from this burnout, from this, you know, constant feeling depleted, deprivation, a space of deprivation for any length of time will cause any of these things that I'm calling signs of burnout, right? Burnout is when you're lacking, you've got nothing left to give. You've been trying to pour from an empty cup for so long and you just are dried up and everything else around you is starting to dry up and you can't figure out why and you want to place blame. And I'm telling you, start filling your cup up and watch everything get better. That's what I want you to see. That's what I want you to know. Okay. So all of these things are symptoms of that. And just like any really great, fantastic doctor, they won't treat your symptoms. They'll treat the source of where all this is coming from. And that's what I'm trying to bring to you today is the concept. I really hope that it's become very clear to you what this actually means. Now, is enough enough? Are you done? Are you really ready to give this up? That's the question. And here's what we're going to talk about. When are you going to be ready to change? If not right now, if now is not the time, then when? When does this change for you? What circumstance, what situation, what season of life are you waiting for? How much more money do you need to make? How much more older do your kids need to be? How many more square feet in your house do you need? And on and on and on. How much weight do you need to gain? How much weight do you need to lose? How many more clothes do you need to have? How many clothes do you need to get rid of? Is there a perfect scenario that would just, somebody would magically wave a wand and poof, like your fairy godmother, all of a sudden now you would be ready to change this? Why are you waiting on your circumstances to change in order for you to prioritize what you need so that you can give to everyone else at the capacity that you're actually supposed to be giving to them. Here's three questions that I want you to ask yourself. Two questions and a statement. (laughs) We'll put it like that. The first one is, what's the cost of waiting? What is it going to cost you to wait three more months or six more months or a year? We think of these timeframes 
as a really short period of time. But as cliche as it sounds, the next three months you will never get back ever again in your life. And God willing, you'll get another three months after that and three months after that and so many more three months after that. But we just don't know. And what you do know is that those three months are the foundation for the three months after that. And so what is it going to cost you, the you that you want to be in a year from now, if you wait three months from now or six months from now or a year from now to start prioritizing the foundation of who you are? It just takes that much longer and you deepen the roots every single day, every single week, every single month. Start uprooting the way that you've been doing things. Be okay with trying something new. More importantly, look at what it's going to cost you. Get really specific. If I do not, let's take the, the fundamental need of working out, taking care of your body, whatever that looks like for you. Heavy on my mind right now. I'm in the middle of a super intense 90-day goal for my health and fitness goals. So we'll just use this one. If you don't insert the thing, so for me, reach this 90-day fitness goal, then what do the next three months after that look like and the year after that? For me personally, one of my biggest goals and motivators for this goal is to be able to be super active with my husband. And not only that, there were just little things around my house that like physically were getting harder for me to do the longer I went without being physically like strength training, like physically getting stronger, I just was getting weaker. (laughs) Something about multiple children. Uh, I just really felt like this is not going to get better. And I know what I want us to look and feel like when we're in our 40s. And we've been married for six years now. And 40 is way closer than it was when we got married. And I feel like we blinked. I literally feel like we blinked. And it's like, how many times do Blaine and I go on marriage retreats and we sit and we talk about, oh, we want to be that really fit couple in our 40s. That's what we want. Okay, well, when are you going to do something about it? If I don't do something about it this 90 days, if I don't do something about it right now, Then the next time we go on our marriage retreat, I'm going to write that same thing down all over again. That is going to put me back from the next thing that I wanted to do after that. And who only knows what that's going to be because I can't see it because I'm not even there yet. This happens with everything. You have to begin to look at all the clutter in your house. If you let that go another month, Another week, another day, it doesn't just go away. It actually gets worse. And the longer you sit there and the longer you let this build up without being able to figure out how to dive into what do I need to be doing every week to be able to take care of me so that I have the energy to get up and to clutter the junk drawer. What do you need to be able to make sure that your car is cleaned out on a regular basis so getting the kids in and out and going to school doesn't smell like leftover french fries? (laughs) 
Uh, I do not say that from experience, but what I will say from experience is we left a swim towel in the back of the Subaru and it is, was some kind of damp in there. It's really warm here in Arizona. And I got in, I was like, dang it, somebody left something wet in the back of the Subaru. Uh, it's just, it's never humid here. And so you put anything wet inside of the car when it's warm and all of a sudden there is humidity and I can feel it from a thousand miles away. But that's the point, right? This is what I want you to understand is what is the cost? What are you going to be losing if you don't focus on prioritizing yourself right now? And then here's number two. What are you going to gain? What do you gain? What do you get if you do this? What do you get? I know it's so hard. It's so hard to think about how much is going to have to change in you and in your home. People know you that you are going to give, that they can take and they don't have to reciprocate and there are no boundaries. They know, and you know that they know, and now you're going to have to step up and do something about it. And that's okay. What do you gain? Talk to them about what they get. So many times, it's hard for my husband. It's really hard for Blaine sometimes to take care of a really fussy four-year-old. It's hard for all of us. But sometimes it's really hard. It's really hard to leave the door closed and let mom stay in the office and work. And so we talk about what are you going to gain? If I'm able to do this, Blaine, I get to show up for you and for Bailey for the rest of the night. And you know what? I'm going to be so focused. I'll take Bailey by myself the rest of the night. You go do your thing. I know you need me right now and you don't want to do this. But guess what I get to give you because you give me this. And this is what we talk about. I'm able to articulate what it is that I need by what it is that I'm going to gain. I'm able to give so much more. I am, that's not, oh, I'm going to gain five check marks on my to-do list. I get to move all my task cards into the to-done list on my workflow. That is never what we talk about because that's not what it's about. I'm constantly thinking about, I know that this is a fundamental need because when I don't have it, guess what? I am not the person that I want to be, right? When I cannot get my work done, when I cannot get my tasks around the house done, I am not the kind of mom I want to be at all. I'm not the kind of wife I want to be. I don't take care of my house the way that I want to. Same thing with all my other fundamental needs. They support multiple areas of my life, which is the point of a fundamental need. You will read that whenever you open up the workbook, you will also see a demonstration of that. If you watch the workshop, (laughs) all you have to do to find all of my free resources is go to chelseajo.co and click on free at the top. That is what I want you to focus on. What are you going to gain? And let that be the motivator. Stop thinking about how hard it's going to be, the things you're going to have to give up, the people you're going to have to convince in the process. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I promise you. And lastly, I want you to look back and I want you to look forward. Both, both of these are so valid and we're just going to do this for a short period and it's just to really gain some perspective. If you make the choice to prioritize the core of who you are, get your foundation set and make sure that you are not pouring from an empty cup. And when you do all of those things and you look forward a week, six months, a year from now, who do you see? What do you see? What does it feel like? What does it look like? Who are you? And if you look back at the person that you've been not doing those things, do you want to see her in the future? Do you? 
If you don't, then please take everything that you've listened to today and put it into motion. Even if it's not everything that you heard today, make it be one thing. Is it the workbook? Is it the workshop? Don't just go sign up for the thing. Don't just download it. Actually do it. Watch it. That's what you need to do. I know that you popped your earbuds in and you listened to this podcast episode or you put it on in the car when you were driving for a really important reason. For all of the things that you see for yourself in the next week, two weeks, two months, or a year from now, it's all riding on this podcast episode and what you are going to do with it. If you are going to do something amazing after you have listened to this podcast episode, please come over inside of our Facebook group and tell us about it. Make sure that if you have any questions, if you just want to chat about it, you use that Facebook group. It is the after party for this podcast. That's why I created it so that I could connect with you after you've listened to episodes. I can't see you. I can't talk to you. I mean, I act like I'm talking to you, but I actually want to interact with you. So please come over inside of the group. I'd love to hang out with you over there. And I look forward to meeting you back here for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast real soon. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.